0: Welcome, everyone, to Delighting in the Psalms. Our hope is to provide you with some reflections and responses in order to deepen your delight in God's Word. We are tracking with the Psalms in April, according to the day of the week, and sharing our own thoughts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Our goal is not to be a replacement for your personal time in the Word, but to help you in your walk with the Lord. So today we'll be in Psalm 17, since it's April 17th. And I am joined by Julie Kays and Danny Gaiman. And fun fact, these are two ladies, they're LVC alum, and they were two of the very first ladies I ever discipled when I started working for DM, and they're dear friends now. And so I'm so thankful that they could join us today. You guys wanna say hi? Woo, hey, hello. Yeah, so I'm excited. As you can tell, Clint is not here, and the ladies are taking over. So (laughs) without further ado, let's dive into Psalm 17. I'm going to read it. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from the lips free of deceit. From your presence let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me and you will find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge. From their adversaries at your right hand, keep me as the apple of your eye hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do me violence my deadly enemies who surround me they close their hearts to pity with their mouths they speak arrogantly they have now surrounded our steps they have set their eyes to cast us to the ground He is like a lion eager to tear as a young lion lurking in the ambush. Arise, O Lord, confront him, subdue him, deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword. From men by your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life, you fill their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children, and they leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. All right, so what do you ladies
1: notice? I think i notice um, a lot of language that's just uh shows a closeness between the writer of the psalm and the lord um you know it takes a certain level of closeness to call for the lord to do something and he does that um several times throughout this um asking for him to attend to his cry asking for him to answer him um and then even just the language he uses apple of your eye shadow of your wings like it all just uh kind of shows that closeness
2: yeah i i agree along with that like a lot of senses the um with my lips turn your ear to me um yeah apple of your eye um um speaking about um the Lord checking David's heart and just a lot of sensory surrounding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That stuck out to me too. I think even like verse three is pretty bold, you know saying? Like I, I don't think David is saying that he's not a sinner, but that like there's a sense in which like he and the Lord are good and they're, they're at a good place in their relationship. And, and he's like, yeah, like I, I have been pursuing you. Like, I have been in relationship with you, so, like, answer my prayer. So I think that, yeah, like like Julie was saying, there's, like, a real intimacy here. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you guys notice? That's good.
2: Um, yeah, kind of along with what you were just saying, Sarah, I like how um, David is kind of saying, like, I, I'm saying these things, and I'm not just saying them, but check my heart on it, too. Um, it said, yeah, examine me. Well, mine says um, NIV though you examine me at night and test me, you will find that I have planned no evil." Um, So it's not like a temptation test, but it's just a test me. I want to be tested because I I am this close to you and I I turn to you and I look to you. So test my heart.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then it's interesting because it is that, way of testing himself and then he goes on to speak about um who his enemy is and the way that he's like closed his heart and he um is surrounding david and all of those other things so it is kind of that uh stark difference between um you have david where he's looking for the lord's um work in him and and to Mm. call him out versus um this Mm. outside party that is closing their heart and um, by the way, David keeps saying, like, us, they, like, kind of showing, like, that that person's also against the Lord as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really stuck out to me that it said the wicked close their hearts to pity, like, and it's just so sad, like, they've, they've just really hardened their hearts, um, and, and yeah, there's there's repeated themes throughout the Psalms of the wicked being arrogant, of the wicked being, like, a young lion, you know, we see that here, but but yeah, the, the closing their hearts to pity really jumped out to me too. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you guys notice about David's request or the enemies?
2: I I just feel like it's it's really clear that what's grounding David and keeping him um sane in the struggles he's dealing with um keeping him combative against like the world um is the lord um he is he says in four that he's kept himself from the ways of the violent through what your lips like god's lips have commanded and my steps have held to your paths my feet have not stumbled um yeah so i think it's just he makes it clear that he's acknowledging where his anger is.
1: Mm. I think that's really good and you can also just see it in the language that he uses to describe the lord um he talks about steadfast love um he talks about him as a savior of those who take refuge or at the end of the psalm then he says um i shall behold your face in righteousness um but like even ju- just that language of like beholding your face like it's all mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. much like glorifying to the lord um and yeah just kind of beautiful language about the lord
0: yeah yeah i thought it was very interesting verse 14 how it talks about um you know even god god is still sovereign over the wicked and so he's in david is saying you know you're giving their womb with treasure they're satisfied with children but there's that little line in 14 it says the men of the world whose portion is in this life you know that that by their wickedness they might be getting a lot of benefit right now but their portion is in this life and then that's it like it's done and then like you said julie contrasted with 15 but as for me i'll behold your face like the face of the lord is so much better than any of the material possessions or whatever that, that that the wicked have. Yeah. If you guys could think of of kind of like a main idea of this psalm, what would you say is kind of the main main idea? I think
2: I would say it kind of in light of what Julie was just saying, like seeking the Lord over man. Seeking the Lord's face as, as our main satisfaction instead of the world, which I think is what my heart was convicted of at the end of just. Um, I've been saying this over the last couple of weeks. Like I I struggle with um, valuing man's opinion of me over many things. Um, oftentimes, even like the being satisfied in the Lord alone. So I feel like that was a hard check throughout the whole thing. Like, am I going to the Lord like this? Am I looking to him to satisfy me like this? And then at the very end, it was just very clear. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Would you add anything to that, Julie?
1: Uh, yeah, I I totally agree with Danny. And I think it's just kind of that idea Um. with confidence in the Lord and what the Lord's doing um it it drives out that fear of enemy uh, because even um, it spends kind of the first chunk of the psalm talking about that confidence in the Lord and and us versus the Lord and how he's feeling in relation to it and then because of it even when he's talking about this enemy um he's not saying it in a way You know, there are other places in the Psalms even where you hear David kind of like, what are you doing for my enemy? Like what? And this is not that this, you know, to your point um, Mm -hmm. is they have it in this life. So I kind of see as that like confidence of me and the Lord walking together um, in David's perspective is driving out that that fear of the enemy because he seems confident that the Lord will arise. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a theme we've been tracking through the Psalms so far, just how many times David is calling on the Lord to arise. And, and I think something unique in this Psalm as we've been tracking through is, is you do really see David's confidence in his relationship with the Lord. Um and, and I don't think it's rooted in like, look at my performance. I'm so great. Like, you know, but, but I think even David is the king. So he's a representative, you know, he's like inner like uh talking to God even on behalf of the people, on behalf of himself. And and I think when we think about all the psalms, Jesus says that all the psalms are about him and that he is our advocate. So I, I think even um, cause I was feeling like, yeah, there, there's times when I can tell I'm not completely sinning, you know, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I, I don't have a ton to repent of right now, but I'm always a sinner. So I think I feel like, could I ever pray this prayer? You know, could I ever say, you know, you will find nothing wrong and, you know, my mouth will not transgress. And, and I think on the one hand, this is an encouragement really to pursue righteousness that like, when we are pursuing righteousness, like we aren't. We have confidence. Um, Yeah, not that the Lord only loves us because of our righteousness, but there's a sense of where we're, when we're not trying to hide from him, we can talk more freely with him. But then if Jesus is the advocate, like how much more so like can he say these things and like he prays on our behalf to God and Um, our righteousness rooted in Jesus make this Psalm like even more true, even when there's times when we're like, but I know I've been sinning," you know, like we can, we can repent and this can be true of us. Um, so how do you think this applies to where we're at
1: right now? How's this applying? Yeah, I think it's been, um, encouraging spending some time in this Psalm and just knowing that I can say these things too. Um, especially to your point, Sarah, that you were just making, like, you know, I read the first part, you know, three and four where it's talking about, like, I have not strayed. And like, at first my performance based heart is like, mm-hmm. well, Julie, you definitely can't say that. So, you know, just run in the opposite, maybe skip a couple chapters to one where he's talking about, <laughs> how terrible. I don't know. Um, but then it's like, okay, well we have Jesus in place. So, I can say all these things about Jesus, and like I know that that is firm, and so with that, like firmly in place, I can say, you know what, Lord, Uh, I'm gonna need you to rise up right now. Like I need you to like come alongside me right now because I know that these enemies won't win. But like that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing enemy all around. Um, so to be able to have confidence in calling on the Lord is such a comfort to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that confidence and calling on the Lord through Jesus and security and relationship with him. Yeah. How about you, Danny?
2: I think the, just the, like the hiding me in the shadow of your, your wings. I think sometimes, especially with what's going on lately, that's, that's like a, I think that's what a lot of us are desiring is just to be comforted and just Uh, there's like a bit of a surrender I guess he's I think he's acknowledging God's place in his life um yeah so I think just that that one simply is is hitting me for this this time
0: yeah yeah the desire for the refuge in the Lord yeah yeah I feel that I think a lot of people are feeling that these days I think the the other thing that I was feeling from this was uh just realizing that we might not get every material thing that we wanted or even hopes and dreams. Like even now over Easter, you know, not being able to be with family is really sad and, you know, not being able to kind of pursue the things, uh, you know, in the way we wanted to pursue them or having plans fall through. Like, I, I think it's helpful to realize that our portion, if we're in Christ, is so much more than just this life. And so like, we can be okay, even if we don't get all the, the plans or the time or the things that we hope that we were getting, you know, that, that one day we'll see the Lord's face in righteousness. and righteousness. And, and when I awake, you know, like whenever I die, when I die and reawaken, like I will be satisfied with the Lord. Um, and I think that's really helpful for me in this time right now. Cause I think day by day I can get really sucked into things that aren't going to happen or, plans that are changing. Uh, And and I think it really has tested, you know, can I actually say I'm pursuing the Lord and I am happy if he is my only portion, (laughs) you know? Um, So I think this has been a real test of that for me in this time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think uh, nothing else, you know, it's a good reminder to remember it's me and the Lord, like even now, like to your point, you know it is that after this life and everything else, but it is also today, like yeah. today, yeah. I can be satisfied in the Lord's likeness, and I can walk with him, kind of have that they versus us of me and the Lord, yeah
0: I think yeah. you
2: see that um like full circle too, in the beginning of seventeen, you see the more present of like even in the beginning when he says, "Examine my heart at night, like every day, you know be examining my heart every day. Let this be a habit. And then towards the end, like you said, Sarah, but when I wake, you know, whether that means each day or, you know, in eternity, let me be satisfied with you. Um, like you said, even if you're not, um, even if I'm not seeing the, the daily, um, satisfaction in other things or, um, prosperity in that way.
0: Yeah. 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 I think that that is all just really excellent. Um, and, and, uh, just for everyone listening, thanks for taking the time to listen. Our hope is that based on Psalm 17, you will, uh, just take serious, the pursuit of the Lord, the, the earnestness of the relationship, know that, uh, you know, that Jesus is our representative with the Lord and, and that now, even day by day, the Lord can be our refuge and our portion and that we can be, can be satisfied in him. Uh, and so again, if you're in need of a simple Bible reading plan this month, go ahead and spend time on your own tomorrow in Psalm 18. That'll be Saturday and then Sunday, Psalm 19. And then we will be back on Monday with Psalm 20. Thanks for listening, everyone.